clear, elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. How many of you have been following along with the new AI program called Chat GPT? Uh, I think there were a few folks who used it to actually pen something really beautiful to their Valentine yesterday. Uh, but there's also some issues around that kind of AI that uh, we have to really look at. Uh, there's portions of it that are being accused that it's it's creating a real political bias. Uh, so the program uh, can create all kinds of different content. It's amazing. Um, and we have to look at what does that really mean and then who's really feeding in what gets put out and what does that do in terms of skewing things. And to help us break all of that down, uh, James Shinowski, of course, is Senior Policy Analyst in Policy analyst, excuse me, in technology and innovation at Americas for Prosperity, friend of the show, James. Welcome back. Thanks for having me, Boyd. Hey, so let's dive into this uh, for our, our uh, listeners who haven't been following this closely. Uh, give us just a little sense of of what this is really all about, uh, and then we'll get into some of the challenges, as there always is, when it comes to te- technology. You're absolutely right, Boyd. There's always challenges with technology, especially as we're getting into the future and we're testing new things. And ChatGPT basically is a language model that is produced to go and help basically have a conversation with the user. So normally when we're thinking about the internet and when we're trying to find information, you think about a Google search, right, where we're typing in a question and it pops out answers or rather links to third-party websites uh, that you can click on to find what your answer might be, right? And with ChatGPT, what it's trying to do is it's trying to make it more conversational in nature where you ask it a question and it's going to come back to you with a response. So it's like, if I want to construct a dietary regimen for myself, I'll ask it. And it can go and construct it for me and put it out onto a daily ritual. And, and really, it's, it's phenomenal stuff, right? And when it's in that context, it's actually perfectly fine and really phenomenal stuff to witness. But all of a sudden, we've been seeing things pop up where um, there have been concerns of political bias because you can ask it to write a bill about, let's say, banning assault weapons in the United States. has no problem doing that. But if you ask it to go... And, you know, write a bill trying to enshrine those protections, it has an issue uh, doing so because it thinks that it's a divisive issue or something to that effect. So that's the core of the issue that we're seeing popping up in, in, the, in the big news when it comes to this particular piece of technology. Yeah. One of the things that I know you have been focused on, James, is that, uh, yes, it's amazing. Uh, there's, there's a great way to get a lot of research and a lot of information uh, put together that way. But we, we always need to make sure uh, that we can't allow that uh, artificial intelligence to become a substitute for real research done by real people. Oh, absolutely, Boyd. I mean, as somebody who's done a lot of extensive education, I'm a big believer in doing my own research. I love ChatGPT because I think it's a good tool as a complement for me to think through how I want to ask a question mm. and think through how I want to approach that in terms of answering that question. But I don't want to rely on it and make it a crutch either in terms of just using it for everything. Uh, it's one thing to go and use it to make a funny, cute little poem for Valentine's Day. It's another <laughs> thing to go and use it to, you know, produce some kind of uh, analysis on, on some kind of, kind of piece of legislation. Uh, so those, those are things that I think we always have to keep in mind when we're interacting with technology at any point in time. Yeah, and uh, and help us walk through this just a little bit. Obviously, this has a huge impact, uh, this capability. Uh, in terms of what students are doing on uh, college campuses and in high school classrooms, in terms of being able to, you know, just kind of plug in a few things and have it spit out a, a paper or an assignment, uh, where again we might be losing our ability to think critically or think deeply or think differently uh, if we become over dependent uh, on that uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's probably one of the first valid concerns that I saw raised about this kind of use of the technology, where 
people were using ChatGPT to go and write op-eds, to go and write papers, to go and uh, really produce some heavy projects that, you know, would usually take even me probably hours to go and think through and write and research and source, et cetera. And now people are using this, this model to do it, this, this wonderful technology. Um, and I think the funny thing with it is that it's kind of tied to that, that good internet meme where it's like the more you mess around, the more you're going to find out, right? Because yeah. uh, as they admit, it doesn't, it's not always going to produce the right answer. And it has struggled with like going and, and attributing properly. Mm. So if you were to just go and rely on it exclusively and turn that into a paper, I think some good teachers would be able to recognize that something's off there. Um, and I, what I think is going to happen is we will see some kind of evolution in the future, both from teachers and from the technology itself to try to be able to articulate whether or not this was produced by the artificial intelligence versus from, uh, you know, a student in and of itself. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah. And uh, it, as we've noted, there's also some of those uh, just real core challenges in terms of the kind of bias or the the angle that it takes on a, on a host of, of different issues. And uh, I think uh, even the founders uh, have uh, talked about some of those limitations and how they work to, to work around some of those things. As, as you mentioned, you, you may be able to get a, a paper about Fidel Castro, but you may not be able to get one about a, a conservative lawmaker because uh, it may just reject that. Uh, and so what are the things that are being done? What are the things that we should watch uh, as this continues to evolve and, again, continues to become more a part of our daily living? Yeah, I think I think what it's going to be interesting to watch is just to continue to see how this project continues to evolve. I know the founder has had no problem admitting that, obviously, it's not a perfect product. Uh, this is certainly something that's going to continue to get refined along the process of so seeing how they go and implement changes based off this feedback will be very important. And I think it's also incumbent upon Republicans, especially as we enter into a more digitally centric era, to be more aware and involved in this stuff, because it does have an impact on our lives when technology is becoming so central to things. That doesn't mean that you need the government to provide the solutions. It means that you need to be a better digital citizen in this case to advocate for your beliefs. So that way you're not accidentally getting you know, washed out um, because of certain biases that might be uh, implicit uh, or otherwise inside some of these programs. Yeah, and uh, just one other question uh, on that that I'd love your perspective on, because this, this now leads us to that fork in the road where we start looking at, okay, where does government fit in all of this, and where does just the free market fit, and where does free speech fit? Uh, how, are you, how are you seeing the uh, people try to navigate all of those components as uh, this continues to evolve? Yeah, I think it's a it's an ever evolving question because I think there's a lot of people that are still just trying to understand the what this is. 
uh, when it comes to ChatGPT and, and in terms of what its impact might be in the long run. It's all still very early. I know like Microsoft just incorporated this into its big search engine, and that's had some interesting results with it being pretty combative with some of its users, um, you know, telling it to apologize to them and whatnot. <laughs> uh, I, I certainly appreciate that, but I think that it will be something that we'll have to continue to evolve and, and monitor because really we just don't know what are the right questions to be asking, and I think that we should always be wary about seeking for government solutions here, because yeah. just think about the story where it broke with the State Department funding that Global Disinformation Index project, right? It could go and get applied to any of these companies very easily uh, in the name of tackling misinformation, disinformation that could just wind up being political targeting in its own right. Yeah. So I think that that's something that we always have to be mindful of. Yeah, so important and uh, so many things to navigate. And we appreciate you helping us navigate that today. And we'll uh, definitely be having you back as this one keeps going. Uh, I think we're just at the beginning of the beginning of this conversation. Uh, James Janowski, a Senior Policy Analyst in Technology and Innovation at Americans for Prosperity. James, always appreciate your perspective. This is an interesting one, and uh, it'll continue to evolve, as you said. Uh, but we appreciate you joining us and giving some perspective today. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, this one gets really interesting in my book uh, and a host of worries in terms of, you know, who's who's loading these things up, who's uh, it's the garbage in, garbage out input model. Uh, that's clearly a, a portion of this. Uh, and then there's the stuff that goes way beyond anything that I can try to calculate. Uh, and then and then where does it begin and where does it end and uh, who gets to control that? And what does that do in our education system? Uh, and to be honest, one of the things that I worry about the most is the more dependent we become on this kind of technology to do research, uh, as James said, to write op-eds, uh, to write uh, papers for high school or college. Uh, if if the AI is doing most of the thinking, where does that leave us as human beings? Because to me, that's uh, that's the magic of it all, is what we're able to think. And we're already losing our ability to just sit still long enough to think, let alone think deeply. Uh, we've lost our ability to focus. We've lost our ability to stay with a conversation just a little bit longer. Uh, and so of all of the challenges uh, with artificial intelligence and chat GPT, I think the biggest one of all is what will we do with our own brains if it takes over everything else. All right, that wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for some top of the hour news. Much more to come in hour number two. Stay with us here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.